Welcome back to the Knights of Nerdom Podcast, episode 54. Mad Villain with you, with me. We got Logic. Hey, what's up, people? And Young Sir. Hey, how about that? Hey, the return. <laughs> it's summertime. <laughs> it's summertime. I'll be He's here free. every week. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for stuff to do. He needs stuff to do. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to post on social media. And he's <laughs> going to stop. take a post or take a picture of, of a Facebook post <laughs> and then post it on Instagram <laughs> just for those likes. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to save him. Um, <laughs> so thanks for listening. We've been away for a while, but life happens. Um, got a lot to talk about. So first and foremost, we are going to have a Wonder Woman spoiler cast. We're going all in. So if you haven't watched it, um, I'll put up the signal. Uh, come back once you have. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Joss Whedon, what he's doing for DC, and actually some Game of Thrones stuff too. So we got a lot to cover. Um Follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, the Knights of Nerdum, Twitter, Knights of Nerdum, and send emails to the Knights of Nerdum at gmail.com. Um, so real quick, before we jump into Wonder Woman. So over here, we have a main theater place that people go to, Easton, right? And I saw Wonder Woman yesterday, and I bought tickets for what was the Dolby Digital Theater. Was that more? It was like 14 of God piece. help me. But let me tell you this. <laughs> it was the best fucking theater experience I've ever had in my life. Is it 14, 15? Something like that. Okay. It is so worth it. That day show? Man. It was worth it. So the theater, the the it's a big ass theater. It's yeah. huge. It's gotta be 14, 15. Um, so. The seats are leather. They recline. Yeah. Um, the screen is super clear. As soon as I walked in, I was like, wow, this is a very different screen. Yeah. Um, the sound was louder. And then I noticed the speakers. They are, it's almost like a dome. You're yeah, sitting probably in a dome. Adobe Atmos, right? And today. it's everywhere. The speakers are literally all around mm-hmm. the ceiling and the, the walls. Nice. And your fucking seat. Oh. There's mm-hmm. speakers in your seat. And they did a little test, like, you know, there's no no commercials, no this week at AMC, none of yeah. that. They just did nothing but um, trailers Trailer until previews. the movie began. Nice. Um, and then they did a little demo saying, this is a new theater, and they show, this is what you think is black, but this is black. black. It was pitch black. No. I was, oh, and God. everyone in the theater was like, whoa. Like, you <laughs> never, <laughs> your eye didn't even realize yeah. that you weren't seeing dark and you know black is black and just a transition the contrast and they did a little thing where the seats you know sound kind of rumbled through everything it kept rumbling through your seats and you could tell it was going in a pattern down the row oh like a 3d experience without being 3d exactly that's what i've always wanted (coughs) imax without 3d shit you know (laughs) oh my god i'm going to see the mummy the mummy comes out next week I'm yeah. going oh, there yeah, I'm without going a doubt. I may, I may have to do that. Next time we go to a Marvel Spider-Man. movie, we're going there. I don't care. I'll pay for okay. everybody. That's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back. 15 and matinee, man. Hey, movie theaters out here killing me. I can't go back. I can't. I can dig it. All right. Uh, so <laughs> let's get to it, all right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> One more. 
All right, there we go. So we are going to talk Wonder Woman, all things Wonder Woman. Um, it came out this weekend to raving, like not even, not not just great reviews, but raving reviews. Like, to be honest, was that not like the highest one as of late? 93% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. Yeah. I think that makes it higher than Winter Soldier, Soldier right. Guardians, it makes it higher than just about every MCU say, it's gotta film. It's got to be the highest one. Except maybe Iron Man. And I'll, I'll yeah. check while, while we're talking yeah. here. Um, so 93% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, we've all seen it. What? Logic, let's start with you. What's your opinion of the film? I thought it was a good movie. I don't think it's as high as it's rated. I gave it a B-, so... Like if it had like a eighty to like a eighty three or four percent rating on RT, I'd say that'd be fair. Um, it was a good movie. It had some flaws in it, which I mean, no movie is perfect, but um, you know, I won't I won't go into it. Go into it until we start getting into the meat of it. I'll let other people give their opinions too. But okay, um, that was a good movie. All right, young sir. Well, yeah. So on a let's let's give our ratings early here. So on a one to five scale, what would you give it? logic three and three and three quarters okay okay young sir what yeah. would you give it man 3.8 <laughs> b minus just saying that off the top but nonetheless <laughs> um i say that again I, on the scale it should be 3.8 if you're gonna give it a b minus well maybe a 4.0 technically all right, well. <laughs> so, all right well. that's 80 percent. thank you um on a general note Ah, so yeah, I, just, I see. Yeah. I'll give my backstory. I am supposed to be the resonant DC hater and hating all films DC, minus the fact that I will say every opinion that I've made is matched up with the opinion of the critics and the RT score that it usually gets. So when I saw that this was a 93, I was like, all right, well, let me give it a try. Um, I was kind of close to, I should, probably should not say this, but illegally downloading versus going to the movie theater. But I went to the movie theater first day, <laughs> Friday, to go see it. And I, I, I'm missing the hype part. Like, the best I think I could give this movie is a C, but I'm kind of bordering on, like, a C-. minus. I know there are some kind of touchy areas in the movie, especially the, the way that it's made, um, the starting or starring role and character being female. Um, and some people, especially given the society that we live in now, are kind of iffy to touch that scenario and maybe give it some score that should be lower that it may deserve. Um, it seemed like a very stereotypical 1995 superhero movie where you have your origin story at the beginning. That character falls in love and then that love happens to be the strength of their power all of a sudden. And then we're into the rest of the movie where they vanquish some bad guy off. I mean, it, it was, if it was outside of that stereotypical format, then somebody's got to help inform me because that's basically what I saw. I think you meant – you mean it. I've thought about that 2000s superhero Okay, movie. late 90s, early 2000s. Batman Spider-Man. and Robin came out in 95. So. It, it's not too far – it's not too far <laughs> off from – I'm thinking to myself, like, it's not too far off from Batman. Like, the original uh, one in 92. Or is that 89? 89. 89. I mean, it had the same makings of it, but yeah, we'll go back to more like a Spider-Man movie when we were getting more of an introduction back into superhero movies. It 
It felt like a Spider-Man movie. So for comparison real quick. Um, so Winter Soldier, which a lot of us deem, I, I deem it as the best film. The best. Um, it, it got was a 89% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Civil War, 90%. Uh, Avengers, the original Avengers, 92%. And Guardians of the Galaxy, 91%. So you're telling me that this movie is supposed to be better than all of those? And I just... So I, I, here, Keep in mind, these things do change over time. So I, mean, I give you, you can that. see the Wonder Woman drop okay, over years. So maybe part of my problem is, and I guess I didn't articulate that well enough, so I'm going to go back to it, is that, you know, from watching, and I'm not the biggest... Um, nerd when it comes to dc comics but like i really like the animated series and when you watch wonder woman in this animated series she's very you know aggressive uh more about just the fight than it is like her personal character and i know as a movie you have to kind of develop a character into that but i felt like they it kind of i guess i didn't see the the characterization of Wonder woman that i was expecting to see like i wanted her to just be she... badass and just tear Everything she, went was, from she was very bold. She was bold, yeah. but that's not badass. There's bold you know, and there's badass. You, you think about the cartoons, and they didn't really explore much in per, interpersonal relationships in the cartoons, right. except for like Hawkeye and or Hawk Girl and, and Green Lantern, and then her and Batman a little bit. Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, that, those cartoons weren't, you know, fully feature films that you know de- needed to develop characters and develop interpersonal relationships in addition to the to the stories. You know. Well, I mean, kind of um, like what you just said. Like, I was looking for badass, and I got bold. And I don't think that those two things are necessarily exactly the same. badass when she walked up that ladder so, and walked out y- in the yeah, the, no man's land. I was just going to mention that. Um, I think that is a great moment. I think that the no man's land scene yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. Um, it really was. And right. it's it will be one of those great superhero moments. Um it kind of got ruined by the trailers, right? That's what I was about to say. I saw most of it in the because trailer. you saw you saw almost all of it, right? But you got the context of all the men were doubting her, and she did it on her own, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and without a doubt, that was spectacular. Right. Um, I, I put it up there. I mean, all if you want to say one thing about the DC movies, yeah, they may not be on par with the Marvels, but they have an action sequence in each one of them that almost rivals. That 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 just are great. Like between yeah. the, the, the the Smallville, well, I don't know. scene in the Smallville fight. I'll right, and I can do that, but I don't know if I can compare that to the airport scene or the attack on New York scene. I don't even compare it to They're, those. Are the, so massive, though. I'm talking about just action I, set. I'll pieces say like this: this that scene, the scene with the the highway chase on yeah. Winter Soldier is better than anything in this movie to me. Because, well, better than any action. Uh, uh, because that we didn't know anything about that. We right. didn't know it was coming. Right. Like the yeah. trailers did not show it. So when the fight happens, it is long and it's complex. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. And when Bucky and Cap are fighting, now that's a great fight. That's probably yeah. to me the best superhero fight in a film. It's a lot of them doing choreography versus CGI very, too. Yeah, and it was and it was more. And that's what I think that that scene was more practical. And overall, I think the movie was average. You know, as a film, it was average. Culturally, yes, there is a lot to it. And yeah. we don't want to, you know, downplay, downplay that. that, right? 
right? We want to give it its due. It's a very important film. Um, but after the movie ended, I looked over at my fiance and we both kind of looked like, eh, right. you know, <laughs> because there's a lot wanting. I think the the first third on Themyscira was good. I yeah. like that. I that, like the that the scene design. on the beach. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, the beach was good too. But then, you know, at certain points in times, it got ruined with terrible CGI. Then I started to get worried with the beach scene because it started to show the slow mo. Right, it, there's so much oh, slow mo with so CGI, much and so much CGI that is not physically possible. Right, like a person can't do those things, right. and there are certain rules that. A film has to abide by. It was just little and things that kind of. As Amazons, I'm okay with it. I just didn't want to see the like Matrix 2002 type CGI because out of proportion, bodies start stretching and looking all lengthy and long. Yeah. I didn't I'm see like, it on the beach yeah. scene. I saw it when oh. she was fighting. When she the, jumped um, off the horse, the square. You could tell when she shot yeah, the three arrows and she jumped that. off the horse. It. She just got really long, like seven feet. I didn't notice. <laughs> then, but in the square, when she was fighting in the circle, like in at the, towards yeah, the end that, of the yeah. that battle, yeah, the CGI got kind of bad there. And when but, she was on that, when she was fighting them in that room, right, that was pretty bad CGI. Yeah, there, there's there, too. there are two moments that look pretty nasty. The uh, the lasso reminded me of Spawn's cape. It looks so the, fake. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it was moving like that. <laughs> I wasn't actually really mad at the lasso maybe it's because it was so much slow-mo going on that i really couldn't tell it being that different more so the lasso at the end of the movie yeah then during that fight at the end i was like all right this this is they they just completely she may not even had a rope in her hands to even do anything with she just was why don't you know she even did most of it edited that in there (laughs) so the first third was really good well it was it had me engaged it it was slow it was pretty i thought it was like I, i like who was the actresses, yeah, like yeah. I like all these actresses. Yeah, Chris sure. Pine. Here's I like Chris Pine, but he was just a dude. Yeah. He didn't feel like a man at that time, you know. Yeah. He just felt like Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he didn't talk like they would talk. None of them did. But I, you know, what to a certain extent, I'm glad that they didn't follow necessarily the format of all the jokes, like overlaying of of jokes and these superhero movies like they had some jokes in there that i guess just weren't even really funny but i could tell it was supposed to be a funny moment and, and i wasn't <laughs> laughing right I but they at least stay clear from it because i don't think that's necessarily wonder woman's character to be kicking those type of jokes so i i appreciate that part at least i liked pine's performance but he didn't have the steve trevor bravado i was expecting no because you know you think about steve trevor from the comics and even in the um animated movie i mean like he he was gonna try to I mean they he he ended up did smashing but you know it was kind of a sensual <laughs> love type, but, you know Steve Trevor was trying to hit yeah you know <laughs> he yeah. was trying to get some he was going to hit on you and 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 do do what he can to to get what he wants so not not like forcefully the like that, but, yeah. um the scene so. It really lost me once they went to the gala. <laughs> lost me. Yeah. Like the movie just it went. It was a nosedive as a movie because there's supposed to be a moment where, you know, just story wise, where the, the all is lost moment and Diana's sudden turn on Steve. I didn't buy it. 
right? He asked her, he said, you know, you don't really understand the politics of this world. Let me do my job so we can prevent. Don't just go in there and try to assassinate a general when we're trying to reach an accord. And she does the exact opposite of what he asked. He stops her, right? They bomb the village. And she's like, screw you, Steve. He's like, wait a second. (laughs) And I'm like, wait a second. What exactly did he do wrong there? I guess what would have been better is if she's going to lose hope in humanity, I guess it would have been better if she saw the good guys do something gray. She thought that if she had killed Ares at that party, the bombing wouldn't have happened because she thought that that guy was Ares. So by killing him, it would have stopped that village that they had saved but she but she doesn't understand if you kill him in front of everyone that could have raged the war on even more from her perspective he was the cause of the war yeah i get that part because once she killed him she was just like everything it was supposed to to be that whole that influence was supposed to be gone and people were kind of under you know a, a influence the influence of his wanting everybody to be at war so by killing him it would have released people from that spell I guess I didn't buy that. It, it I didn't. didn't. Yeah. And then the sudden jump to after the gala, they go to the, the site, right? And it's night all of a sudden. Yeah. And she kills a general, and there's no one there to help him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I'm sitting there like, where are the soldiers that right over there? They can't see this giant yeah, She could have took out whip. another row of people. That would have been great. Yeah. And, like, the whole fight, that was that was just bad CGI, too. It was laughable when she was going through. I laughed out loud when she powered up. She went Super Saiyan, and she was going through the soldiers. So she was clearly just in front of a CGI screen swinging her arms. (laughs) (laughs) And you can tell they added all that after. I I laughed out loud. (laughs) I I, I guess maybe the – it's getting its good and bad situations going on here. Like, because all the rest of the DC movies were kind of awful and they failed at just like storytelling. Just tell, telling a halfway decent that story. That yeah. you're getting a boost from that. Plus, you know, diving into something in a cultural aspect, you know, and being able to embrace women as the lead character mm-hmm. in the movie, getting a boost from that, which I, I respect because I'd probably, when it comes to Black Panther, I'm going to be probably the yeah, exact same I'm way. Going so to bring I'm not that even going to lie about it. Yeah. Um, so it gets that boost from that scenario, and I guess it just kind of let me down when I'm saying 93s, and I go see the film, and I'm like, this just isn't matching. If I went and saw, like, if RT says 77, I saw that, then I'd probably have a better light on the film. Right. But I'm looking for 93. You're telling me it's 93, and I'm seeing 72. It, it was a 93 movie. It wasn't a 93 comic book movie. I'm, but I'm not seeing how it's a 93 movie. It's no more than stereotypical any other movie. Like what? I mean, what, you, when if you you're going to give me 93 things, movie, I'm talking like, like it, Inception. Like I want to see something like know. that blows my mind. If but you're going to give me we, 93 we movie. We are a lot more analytical than a typical moviegoer is. Yeah, but, so you, but a typical uh, moviegoer isn't going to go in and say, oh, wow, that's bad CGI. You know, well, that's crap. I give you that, you know, but to a certain extent, a regular moviegoer had their mind blown by Inception or the first Saul or something in that nature. Like I need something that's going to what what made it 93 what did you see outside of a regular movie that made it a 93 let's take I out the cgi a, stuff i, and I, I like the story i really like the story i liked how they told it i liked the 
you know, the CG aside, the editing, the movie made sense. When you think about some, like, I always go back to Batman v Superman and just how you felt like scenes were just stitched together from darts on a board. Making sense doesn't necessarily make it a 93 movie, though. That just makes it a normal movie. But we're, well, that, you know, let's this is let's us think about what Rotten Tomato actually yeah. is. It's an aggregate of either it's rotten or it's fresh. Right, There's right. no middle ground. Right. So, so it's either, so it's either I would, good you know, it's, or it's bad. True. So I guess from that standpoint, <laughs> I would have to – I'm not going to rate it rotten. Right. But the fact that when you compare it to the best in the genre, it is not a top-tier comic right. book movie i just don't even see it being a top tier top movie, movie period period yeah. like i would love to take out the cgi stuff doesn't really bother me that much i mean it kind of makes what's you want to laugh for a quick second but matt matt what's the uh what's the threshold is it is it 70 or is it 75 I think it's or 75 is 75 so yeah. basically all that 93 is it means it's 70 93 percent of the reviewers gave it a 75 yeah i give you yeah. that but yeah. i mean even still think about all these other movies we've saw that Oh no, it's fifty. So it's is either it yes, yeah, it's, it's like fifty. It's in the fifties. Okay. So I mean, Guardians wasn't a good enough storytelling movie for it to be rated that high. Did we talk about Guardians on the cast at all? Uh, a little bit. Just um, okay. Winter Soldier wasn't rated high enough yeah. to get that. Yeah, and I think that it was is. the storytelling movie that that had some intrigue, a good plot twist, all yeah. that type of stuff like that. That Winter Soldier is a good movie. And then put the comic book elements into yeah. it where they didn't fail at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you also get the people who just like it because it's a period piece, too. Yeah. So here's my question about Diana at the end. It, it still doesn't explain why she was gone for so long. Like why she wasn't. Because it implies in in Batman v Superman that she, she's been out of human right. events. Right. Right. So does that mean she did not participate in World War II? When the, it is the ultimate evil in Hitler, so does she just sit by while that was going on? We and don't know. You, yeah, I guess you don't know, but at the end it kind of implies that ever since then she has been a protector Protector's of humanity, yeah. but that's not the truth. Well, Lex had to find something on her to start investigating her. So other than just a picture of her in a unit you know he she was doing something because you know he was tracking all these metas around the world and getting and gathering information on him so he she's been doing something but we just don't know i think they're just leaving it open for possible sequels and and, and things like that too. by the way the dark knight was rated 94 percent so okay. that's another well, great yeah that's the, but that's, that's one great of the movie. now that i can, I can agree movie. with right <laughs> and people it's so weird i feel I feel like it's something wrong with me because I, I, I you know, I, I listen to like Screen Junkies and YouTube and they're saying, oh, this could be rated for this could be up for Oscars. And I'm like, what? What? I, I don't think so at okay. all. I, I think if something. any superhero movie this year, it's Logan so far that yeah. should be up. And I think Logan is the best one so far this year. Speaking of that, like yeah. I I'm trying to figure out why in every one of these movies as of late there's like a 15 minute dead spin that could have just been taken out and no one edited it out. Like I felt like that in Logan, like I lost interest for about like a good 15 minutes and it kind of brought me back. Like 
why are they still keeping these parts in here to make these movies like two and a half gotta, hours? It, it's it's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's a low and, you know, it's a wave. You got to ride it. Mm. You got to show them in the calm and the calm moments. Um, yeah, so I would rate it on a five scale, like 3.75, I guess. It's not. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. You know, if it comes on on a TNT afternoon, you know, if I'm folding laundry, <laughs> I'm be like, eh, what else is on first? And then I'll I'll click around. And then, that was the thing. The like, I would I would never go see that again in a theater. Like I just wouldn't pay money for it. it I'd buy it. I'd watch it. At least I'll buy second it. Time. Uh, there's been so many movies out as of late. My buying power is not sustained. I don't think I've even bought. Them. What's the last one you broke one? Uh, like actually bought Doctor Strange. I think. Yeah. Either that or whenever Star Wars came out. Yeah. I just bought Wait, Logan what, yesterday. No, Star Trek Logan's Beyond out. came out before then because I got Beyond and then I got Star, uh, Doctor Strange. So what does this mean for the DCEU? Nothing because we got to still want to see what Zack Snyder's doing. <laughs> just okay, I was going to ask you. So does this make <laughs> – how, <laughs> how does this change your opinion? Does it change your opinion about Justice League? Yeah, I mean it uh, still stays about the same. I've realized from watching the trailer because that came on when I was seeing the movie um, and Wonder Woman. They just have a, a different, and I can appreciate this. They have a different take, like a really dark theme that goes through all of their movies. Um, that I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's almost a trade off for the jokes for, for the dark theme mm-hmm. um, that they're going with. I don't know if I'm as interested in it. As I would like to be like I want to like these movies and maybe it's the detriment of for me the DC animated series that I think is really great like I love those movies like I yeah. will easily watch those in a heartbeat like over and over again so I guess I'm looking for the same thing live wise and it's just not coming to me but it makes it a little bit harder too. like when you have a actress that may not be able to carry out all the physical attributes you're going to get a lot of CGI and and things of that nature that may not look as realistic as you want it to yeah you bring up a good contrast there i'll get to your point um at um but i want to on something young sir said because i think that that does play into it the fact that dc does have a lot of good other products out there comparatively and you know before the mcu you know marvel didn't have as much i mean you look at you know some of the cartoons that marvel had before and they weren't that great nope. you know except for x-men um, the '90s Spider-Man. Some, what was it? Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular was Spider-Man was awesome. Um, but they didn't have a lot of the the other properties that that um that gave people other you know insights into okay, how good can this really be? You know, versus the movies. But where DC had that because you know you look at the cartoons they had: Superman, Batman, the animated series, Justice League. I mean, those were really good series. Yep, so we so, Justice did load up in yeah, season three. <laughs> Young Justice. Um, I didn't like Teen Titans as much, but the, it has its following. Yeah. Uh, so, but to your point about where the DCU can learn from this, and I don't, I don't have an issue with it being dark. I mean, DC is always one of those properties, and and you talk about, um, we talked about some of the scale of it. DC always has had that. How do you put it, Mad Villain? You know, gods among men versus people yeah. dealing with everyday stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what these movies make it look like. You know, these are dark movies. I mean, they're, you know, completely overpowered characters. Even, you know, when you see that Batman and that Batman scene just, and uh, Batman versus Superman just wrecking shop on everybody in the room. 
um, you know, Suicide Squad, Deadshot, just taking out a whole army of zombies. You know, it's 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 par for the course for me because that's that's what it's always has been. You know, when you look at the comic books, it's just that the quality of of the editing in, in some of the movies and in, in the in the storytelling hasn't been up to par. Yeah. So I think I think this I think this is a step in the right direction. I think Justice League is gonna you know be you know it can make or break, but being that you know and we're gonna go into our next point here you know determining if you know other directors because you guys didn't like Suicide Squad. I thought it was better than Batman v Superman. So to me, it was a step up. So the directors, you know, in I liked Man of Steel too. I think that's the best of the DC um, EU. What does a step up from awful really mean? Well, you, did you see the extended edition of BVS? Because no. it took it from awful to, <laughs> no. to, to it's watchable. Okay, yeah, it took it from awful to okay. Um, I think they just need to get away from Zack Snyder. Yeah, <laughs> and, but and, maybe that. And, go ahead. BBS wasn't a bad movie because of it was it was the way that they put it together. Like that, they could have recut that movie and it'd probably be totally watchable and acceptable. Outside of Lex, I didn't really like Lex. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, and making Batman look like an idiot because I have come around to agreeing with you guys on that too. <laughs> Logic <laughs> made it kind of a good point, and maybe that's what's making the D's. See you a little bit hard for me to digest. It's like when you when you talk about those gods among men situation. I don't even know if Marvel has even really perfected that. Like I still have a hard time with some of the Thor movies, um, and I don't think they really. I mean, even though it's an origin story, the Doctor Strange type part. If you look at some of the Marvel characters, since they're forced to use C-list characters, a lot of them are just human beings, maybe using machinery that's, or yeah, that's what or, Marvel is, right? right? They they thrust greatness upon normal people. That's right. the Marvel way, except Thor. And then yeah. uh, DC is, they're already great, right. and they have to live among, among humans. People, right. Yeah, regular. And that just um, comes down to social social psychology, I believe it is, yeah. people being able to relate to, Who do you, you know, they can't to relate more, to right? characters yeah. that are just so extraordinary. Like yeah, that. but even so, I mean, you have to have a lot of CGI and stuff like that. Like, it's hard. To, we don't really get a full glimpse of what thor actually can do as far as his power level when it comes to the mcu they've movies. really depowered him right. quite a bit but looks um, like they're gonna do more new one, what yeah. i really want from for them to take out a wonder woman this is the first hero in the dceu that loves being a hero who wants yeah. to save the day yeah you know she, she from the very beginning and that's what i really that i did enjoy that that from the beginning she wants to save people she loves doing it yeah do that. Continue. You know, it's okay for someone to smile and crack a joke every <laughs> once in a while. That's right. okay. When Superman gets resurrected, have a more enjoying being Superman. Yeah. You know, not uh, emo, please. <laughs> just embrace that fully. So hopefully, in the color. People. He just didn't like the negative publicity he was getting because people were blaming him after. Well, half the movie is him. Well, Man of Steel, half of it is him coming to terms if he should do it or not. Yeah. Shit, his own father, you know, my pockets and let him die. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's kind of a mixed message. There. Yeah. Uh, maybe they should rethink that. Um, okay, good. Good discussion. Good discussion. Uh, so that was, that went on pretty long, but uh, let's see what we got here. Next. Talking about justice league. So, 
I think it was a week ago, Zack Snyder announced that he's stepping away from finishing Justice League, which, by the way, they should already kind of be finished at yeah. this point anyway, um, to deal with family uh, crisis. His daughter committed suicide in March, and nobody knew. Um, so. Very sad. And so Joss Whedon is stepping in to finish the scenes. Um, apparently, it's come out that he's been there all along, actually, Joss Whedon helping. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, mm. it, it makes it it's interesting because when we first got that trailer and the exchange between Diana and Bruce, I was like, that's totally Tony Stark yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Natasha, uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. But it, it sounded totally like that. But uh, what do we think about Joss Whedon stepping in? Uh, to finish Justice League here. No That's loyalty. That's I mean, I think I'm, I'm, messing I'm messing around. If there's any damage, it's probably already done by now. So Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't think it's going to change <laughs> the film if you're just finishing scenes up. But stuff like that, but it would be know. nice. That, you know, and maybe it's just Warner Brothers just needs to give somebody that control so that way we don't have these lapses that we keep bringing up, like you brought up about Mad Villain, about the uh, Wonder Woman scene and where was she at in World War II. Like, somebody needs to be an architect over the general story so all the pieces can be put together. If you just keep putting people, putting outside pieces together and then hope that it comes together as a whole, then you that's when you get these lapses and holes that you're kind of like, well, what happened there when that shouldn't happen if you're trying to create a whole universe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Logic, what do you think? Um, I'm cool with it. I mean, like I said, there's... I mean, it's going to be what movie it is at this point, regardless of whether Joss Whedon steps in or not. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. I think we're on the same page. Um, Joss Whedon is the Lord of Nerds to me. So I'm excited to see if they can, they'll add little scenes here and there to let him put his Whedon shit on it. You know, and the whole back and forth, the banter. We'll see. Um, We should be expecting another trailer here soon, I would think. Let's see late summer yeah maybe just as long like, as they don't show all of the stuff yeah like i'm just <laughs> so, starting to get them this nervous. is gonna be a three hour movie it's gonna be a long movie <laughs> um so in that note right. showing everything in the trailer God, uh me. the new spider-man homecoming trailer came out last week which to me i think it showed the whole damn Boom. movie right. you can ah. you can fill in the blanks pretty much if you're kind of paying attention and you know what a story arc is, um, I will be upfront. I am worried about this movie. Yeah, I'm worried because as much as I love Tony Stark, it's too much Tony Stark. Um, the very beginning where it shows he's putting on the suit and he's got his own damn Jarvis, essentially yeah. own yeah. AI like that. Uh, what? I, I I don't quite get that. Why would you? I don't yeah, know. I it, because you know what? It actually makes sense because Sony just see. tries to go in with and get, I think, money just off of just popularity. It could really care less if they make an actually good film. So the more you inject Tony Stark into it, who seems to be one of the bread and butter parts of the MCU, it seems like the more money you're going to make out of that scenario. But even I, being an Iron Man fan, think that this is too much fucking Tony Stark. Like, I thought he was just going to be in there for, like, a little bit, like, maybe 15 minutes. And he looks like he's in the whole damn film. 
Yeah. I think it, the, I think we're just seeing all the Stark scenes. I don't think that's going to be that much. I'm, uh, I don't know, I, man. It seems like every it, scene. It looks like a very like it. It talks about you know he's dropping him off after the, the the Civil War fight, and he goes to talk to Tony about the guys with the weapons, and then he actually does something about it, which Tony takes the suit away from. Yeah, but even that's like the a very, vulture that's is focused half on of, Tony Stark. Well. Th- Everything they've in New made NBA. <laughs> let's talk about overexposure, which is really he's, killing me. It's Tony Stark. No, let's, let's talk about overexposure. They even made two NBA final commercials for Spider-Man. Two of them. There's been two different ones that introduced like the NBA finals with Spider-Man and Tony Stark in both of those two. Yeah. Um, overexposure. Here, here's what I hope is going to happen. That Stark is throughout, you know, his fingerprints are everywhere. And he takes the suit away. Spider-Man realizes, oh, I don't need the suit. Right. And he that's makes his own suit. I think that's I halfway hope. through the movie. I think he loses the suit halfway through the movie. And after that, he does his own thing. Yeah. Oh, and he, he realizes, loses I don't suit. need. Because they show, oh, they, they showed like the training wheels program. They show everything. Yeah. Like the training wheels program and probably him and his friend, uh, Peter and his friend, override it. And Tony doesn't like that he overrode it. And takes it away, and it's all about Spider-Man realizing he doesn't need that. And now, in Ultimate Spider-Man, which the the comic book, which this movie kind of yeah deals a lot with and kind of borrows a lot from it, Iron Man and Captain America are there, and he's kind they're kind of teaching Spider-Man as he goes on. But for most of it, he is by himself, and I really hope. At the end of this movie, he's by himself. Yeah, know? probably by the like last five minutes though. Like I mean, seriously, like, these NBA Finals commercials—they have more Tony Stark in them than Spider-Man. If you actually watch them, he's the draw. I mean, when it comes to like marketing, it's a market. What do you need a draw for when you have Spider-Man? It's not because because the NBA Finals Spider-Man commercial isn't about Spider-Man. It's about the finals. I understand they're that. Just, they're just using they're just using those those characters because they're popular. To advertise for the finals. Here's an advertisement. Spider-Man being a kid trying to balance being Spider-Man and a kid and broke and trying to watch the finals. You don't need to involve Tony Stark. Like you could have just had him, you know, you know, looking at it through a window or something or him trying to fix his cable that he broke on accident. You know, that that's entertaining. But that and that shows him. I know it's. That's the reason why we're not billionaires in these companies, but whatever. it's overdone. It's a bit much. It makes money. It makes money. That yeah, exactly. that's the problem though. <laughs> are that's we about making is. money or I making mean, a product? It's going to make money regardless. I don't, None I don't of these think movies going to take away from the movie. I think it's just it, it's like um oh what other marketing was there that made it seem like some like the, the movie was what it wasn't. Mm. Batman versus Superman. Yeah, especially that last trailer made you <laughs> yeah. like Batman. It was just all Batman. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It, it comes out in a month, essentially. Yeah. So <laughs> more very soon on that. Um, Game of Thrones, gentlemen. Season 7 trailer debuted last week. Burned up the internet as well. Got a good look at Cersei and her badass armored dress queen get up 
Um, her brother Jamie, brother slash lover Jamie, looking confused <laughs> next to her. That already um, says it right there. <laughs> yeah, that says a lot. Um, shows John, the king in the north. It yes. shows dragons. It shows um, Danny, Daenerys. It, it shows everything. It's, right. it, well, it gives you glimpses. So uh, season seven starts, I think, next month, too. Um, I need to hurry up. Yeah. So, uh, Logic, what'd you think of that trailer? Cool. It's not like I needed a trailer to want to watch it. Right. So, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I never really know where they're going because it's just really snippets. They don't really give anything away in the trailers. Um, but it looked cool. Yes, it did, young sir. I mean, that's the exact point of what you just said there, Logic, is what you're supposed to do with a trailer. Give me tidbits. Get me excited. Don't reveal everything. That's what I wanted to see. <laughs> see, I don't care about it. I like to know what's going, what I'm going into heading into a movie. I don't but then it every- takes away, like, I think that, go, I don't even want to go all the way back into it, but that Wonder Woman fight in the bunker like could have been so much more amazing to me watching it in a film if I didn't feel like I saw 80% of the fight already 20 times me- over. I don't care. I know you don't. And, and by the way, she fought like. 12 guys <laughs> i was like that's it oh <laughs> there was that. more than 12 because it was a bunch in the rooms there was people in the well square. i'm talking about just in the no man's land oh. you know when you act just that part like oh that was it okay that was, she, that's... she took out the top of that church that was that was awesome she was a cannonball <laughs> right. and i was kind of, I, I was like i didn't know she could explode too <laughs> physically that didn't make sense she didn't explode she just hit the thing and collapsed it it didn't explode it exploded it did not collapse. I think it had it, some explosion. It had an fire explosion to it. it. It's like, whoa, what the hell? Maybe but, he had munitions up there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I'm pumped. I'm just ready. Um, I can't wait. Um, I'm looking forward to Danny meeting John. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Tyrion and John, you know, they're bastards and. I feel like Dwarves it's been so broken long things. that I may need to rewatch it again. Yeah, I, I've got the last season Blu-ray. I'm ready to watch that and bring everything up to speed here. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know there's going to be a big fight in the north. They showed a water battle as well. Winter oh. is here. They showed Casterly Rock, the home of the Lannisters, getting yeah. overrun by Unsullied. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> They're taking it home. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so who, who dies? Who would you say? Who, what's your money on? What major character dies? Hmm. Cersei. Yeah. I was thinking that or Jamie. I think Cersei dies. I think they both die. I think Jamie kills her Hmm. and he's already dying for some reason. But yeah, I think he's the one for numerous reasons. I think the show will show you, um, Good, good. Moving on in a complete surprise. Tom Hardy has been cast as Eddie Brock slash Venom in a Sony Venom verse spinoff Spider-Man verse. I guess that's what you would say. So, yeah, what you think about that? It's, he's a hell of an actor. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Young Zer. I don't care. I barely care about Spider-Man at this point in time. So I really don't care about someone being casted for Venom. Though I think he could do a pretty decent job with it. But I, it, 
Now, if this was I'm he's going to be Venom in the next Spider-Man movie, yeah, like oh shit, okay, right. now I'm really interested. It's like a Han Solo film. I'm like, I don't who's asking for this. He he's too small, like height wise. Like, don't Venom worry, like we can make it up with CGI. <laughs> <laughs> they made him look like giant as Bane, right? Yeah. <laughs> Movie magic, CGI. We can make it happen. What do we? What can they do with this? I don't know. I'm just tired. Let's just fight Carnage. If he's fighting Carnage, I might watch. That. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. That's kind of <laughs> the only thing they can really do, right? right? At least um, for the first one. It depends on where they want to go. If they end up wanting to bring them together, I mean, it could be like him fighting some people within the sinister six or something like that or um i don't even know i don't even remember from the venom venom comic book who he fought a lot this is so long ago venom that's that's kind of what i wanted to talk about because venom seems something out of 1996 <laughs> that's when yeah, he was very popular yeah yeah he's not popular now he's not a main character in any sort of way Besides us Agent older, <laughs> older generation that just love the Venom concept. That's it. Yeah. And he was just a, um, a doppelganger Spider-Man, essentially. That's all he was right. in the end. As a character, he wasn't that compelling. He's not that engaging. So I'm saying, who's asking for this stuff? I guess these execs think that's something the kids want. <laughs> Some of the kids go for it. Yeah, Venom. You still see Venom t-shirts. Why? True. I don't know. If you ask them who's Venom now, they couldn't tell you. Right. <laughs> FYI, it's Flash Thompson, who's right. Venom, and he's Agent They're going Venom. back, though. Yeah, they're going back. Yeah, they're going back, and they're going to get hey, back to Eddie. Yeah. how about introducing him into Guardians of the Galaxy? That would be awesome. That's, what he, that's where he was. Okay. He was a Guardian of the Galaxy for a while. And it has a whole planet of Venom. Like, they explored that, the symbiotes. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. This is just too much at some point in time. They're just going to oversaturate uh, saturate the, the, market. the market. And people are going to lose faith in comic right. book movies. <laughs> I'm almost already starting to. Yeah. Sadly. That's disappointing. Um, and finally... Oh, I, I I just about busted enough with this news. <laughs> but I woke up, and so casually, IGN posted an a article that Netflix is producing a Witcher, the Witcher TV series. And nerds everywhere, the deep cut nerds, jump for joy. Because <laughs> the Witcher is the shit. It is the shit. And they've got the writer of the books involved which is encouraging. Uh, they've got a couple of the directors of a couple of the CGI parts of the Witcher game. Uh, they're involved. I don't think they're really clear if it's going to be CGI or live action. I was about to ask. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be live action. It'd be awesome. CGI be preferred. The voice of, of Geralt is so distinct in my mind. It's going to be hard to see someone else, but I'm open to either, honestly. Yeah. Uh, live action would be cool. I, I could go for live action. Um, but I am so effing pumped about this. <laughs> you can cancel 
all the black shows. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you can cancel all that. I don't care. I'm 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 there for The Witcher, a hundred percent. Well, maybe not, dear white people. You can keep that. You can cancel yeah. all the rest. You can cancel <laughs> Oranges and New Black. No one yeah, cares. Yeah, you can, no, you it, can no one cares. He's a, even as a Arrested Development fan, cancel that too. I don't care. Give all the money to The Witcher. All right, Logic, you you played The Witcher. What do you think? That was a good game. I'm not into it as much as you are, but I'll watch it, especially if it looks good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, I've only played the game, so I mean. If it's just like an episodic thing that they do where he just goes and hunts the monster each week, or if it's like something that's building up, and maybe they do like a whole season based out around one arc like they did one of the DLC content yep. or something like that. It could be good. That's what I'm thinking. It is People are kind of expecting it to be their Game of Thrones, which they, they wanted Marco Polo to be that. And I liked Marco Polo a lot. I did too. I don't I know why it they it. It's probably too expensive. Yeah, that's what they said, too expensive. <laughs> But if that money goes to The Witcher and you give me great action and great humor, the humor in The Witcher is something distinct. It's like a, he's like a detective, young sir. Yeah. He's a detective slash bounty hunter in a fantasy world who bangs witches. Yeah. <laughs> Does bang a lot of witches. <laughs> he bangs a lot of them. <laughs> and it's adult as hell. Uh, there's a lot of shades of gray, like a good Law and Order yeah. episode. <laughs> right at the end, you know they end it, and you ha- you're sitting there thinking, like, "Oh man, that was good." Yeah. Witcher so does that a, a lot. <laughs> I'm down for it. That's good. Could you logic? Who, who would you cast? Anyone come to mind as Geralt? If are they going to do Geralt? Because they're saying it's based off the books. Well, yeah, Geralt's in the book. So okay. the wording I, I think others. was was a little weird. It's based off the book, and the characters are original, meaning the characters in the book are original. Um, but yeah, I think Geralt, it's going to be Geralt. All of the actors I'm thinking are probably a little too big for a Netflix series. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, Netflix seems to be Mark, where it's at. I mean, Gerard they got Brad Pitt, big Geralt. Yeah. What's he up to? Wake him up out of his nap. I don't know. Cheeto infested. <laughs> I can see the guy from Lost. Um, I forgot that guy's name, but he he was like he had long hair. He was one of the main characters. Yeah, I don't know. Like you could really get anyone. Yeah, I can see Carl Urban. Carl Urban would be good. He could do it. He does movies and TV. Yeah, we'll I can see, see Carl Urban. Yeah, okay. But anything, I, I think uh, uh, more news is coming, and we'll be sure to share it. Good. Um, all right, Logic, what's happening this week? Um, so movie-wise, we already touched on a little bit, but The Mummy will be out on June 9th. That looks good. Um, Am I by myself on that? No, I'm, I'm interested, interested to see. Like, I, last thing I just saw is like Tom Cruise was like overpowering her. In some way, shape, or form, or I just missed what the heck was going on. But it looked like he like jumped out like speedily and attacked her. Like something's the going on with him because it, he dies. He, yeah. he looks like he dies, yeah, and then he comes back. So he's right. connected some kind of way to that thing. Yeah. And so I don't think he can die or something like that. Um, you know, you know what I hope. You know, they already showed Russell Crowe, right? He's Doctor Jekyll, Jekyll, right? Yeah. I hope there's a Van Helsing somewhere. They're making there. a Van Helsing movie. Because that's in, that's actually on the the um 
there's four ones that have been announced. It's this, Bride of Frankenstein, um, Van Helsing, and there's one other one. I can't remember what the other one was that they Wolfman? announced. Um, you hear they want The Rock to be the Wolfman? <laughs> I don't know about that. I had to think about <laughs> how do you guys, that. <laughs> speaking thereof, how do you guys feel about people jumping like across universes? What do you mean? Like some people being actors in DC and then in the MCU and then obviously this. I mean, I don't care. I don't care that much. Although either. I I will say this. If, if their contract is up and they're not expected to be back in one universe, then I could see them going to another one. It's like, can you see... Robert Downey Jr. being in like the DC, him no, 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 or like the major ones, no. I don't see Chris Evans doing it either. But like you know, a supporting character, yeah. Directors, yeah, I can see that. I still think Chris Pine would make a good Hal Jordan, though. Yeah, yeah, that's disappointing (laughs) that they lost him. (laughs) But I don't blame him. Like get in, get in real good, and be out. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, okay. Yeah. No problem. Um, video games. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I mean, not Volume oh. Two. Episode Two of the video game is coming out on the sixth. You guys ever get Episode so, One? Yeah. I didn't. Okay. I played it. It was all right. It wasn't the greatest. It was okay. <laughs> um, there's a very big twist at the very beginning of it that makes you say like, "Oh, well, what are we gonna do now?" So. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. And um, Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind is out this week, too, which I played the Elder Scrolls Online. I didn't really like it. So, I mean, it's, you know, cup of tea if you like that sort of thing. Um, And then on Netflix, the only major release, and (laughs) Mad Villain made a joke about it early, but Orange is the New Black Season 5. I've never watched any of that. I watched the first season and the second, and I lost interest. I've seen up to the last one because, you know, as a school teacher, we ain't got nothing else to do. Watch Netflix. So I'm like in House of Cards right now. Watch the following or not the following the Keepers. keepers. Man, I'm I'm halfway through the sixth episode. This is this is nuts. Yeah, you should watch the Keepers. The keepers. OK, yes, it's, it's kind of in the vein of making a murder. Yes, yes. It's so messed that's up. what's happening. So Wait, right. that's not about the Catholic Church, is it? Yes. OK, yeah, yeah my wife just watched that. Yeah, yeah. Stick with it. It gets good. She's watched the whole episode. Oh, okay. it's like all prime, prime. Yeah. Oh, she's watched them all? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. You know, she ain't got nothing else to do. She's been watching. <laughs> good. All right. Um, so what are you guys playing recently? Everything. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. it's too many games now. Nothing. Um, Injustice 2, Tekken 7, Overwatch, Street Fighter, Alpha, Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter 2, on Switch, I mean, I'm playing all of it right now. So Injustice isn't on Switch, is it? No, that's too big of a game. I don't think they could put that on a cartridge. They put Zelda on a cartridge. Zelda, Zelda, mass a lot of it in, in the graphics, the cell shaded graphics that it uses. It doesn't take as much um, to render that as it does the graphics in like a Tekken or an Injustice. Man, they have it on iPhone. Not the same version, dude. I mean, it's. Close. <laughs> you get you get cards and and you just push the buttons and then they do you just touch the screen and they do move you don't that's not a full blown fighting game I mean it's yeah it's a little more than that, and most iPhones have more storage one. than a Switch does so now that's true yep yep um, you didn't take a thing but so. w- w- what do you think uh, which one's the best fighter at this point to you I mean Tekken Tekken's going to be a better fighter just because it's Tekken I mean just the uh, 
the technical and the, and the depth of Tekken. But Injustice 2 has so much single-player content. I mean, you could really never get... It, it will never get old because they, they have this mode called Multiverse in which it just populates different tiered ladders. You know, I've seen them. least I've seen is three fights. Actually, one fight because they have boss battles. Um, all the way up to, I think, the most I've ever played one is, is 16. Um, and they put modifiers on the matches. So, like, you could have a match where it's super speed. So you're just fighting and it's really sped up. Or there's one that... I played, I just quit it because I can't do it, and the screen was upside down, so you got to reverse, invert your controls. In oh, order wow. To fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get procedurally generated items that you can use to adjust the stats of your character. Okay. So you can have one that's heavily offensive or one that just has so much armor it takes forever to wear down. And as long as you're not in a competitive match, you can take it online and fight other people with, with your statted-out characters. Um, and and you, it, it puts a strategy to it based on you know, one, the character the other guy picks, and two, if you look at their stats and see where they're, you know, high and where they're low to try to balance it out um, in addition to just your technical savvy and actually doing the fighting. It's, it's pretty it's a pretty good game. It's a, okay. it's a really good game, actually. Okay. But Tekken is just Tekken. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be my go-to regardless. Yeah. So. Playing lots of Overwatch. New season just started. Um, frustrating, but, you know... It, I'm learning to accept the that you're not going to get great teammates all the time. Yeah. You, you're just not. And you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. That's just how it goes. And, I, and tie some. Before we started uh, recording, I was trying to tell you a, a story. You walked away and Young Sir was like, yeah, he's not at the mic anymore. <laughs> um, but after you told your story, I had this match we were playing. And um, everybody, it was on King's Row and everybody went right up to the door. And I was like, guys get back you're gonna die <laughs> you're gonna get wiped and they're gonna get the point really quick yep and maybe two of them came back and tried to meet at the at the, at the choke point and everybody else was up there and then and they got wiped and then we lost really quickly yeah so, like, what the hell what i don't what understand that you want to go up dumb. there and just emote in the doors like well one why are you giving away who you are until the last moment so that they can strategize against you and maybe switch their character before they come out of the gates why would you do that they're dumb. People are dumb. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, Knights of Nerddom, episode 54. Follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, the Knights of Nerddom, Twitter, Knights of Nerddom, and emails. Please send them to the Knights of Nerddom at gmail.com. Uh, so until next week, go Cavs. Go Cavs. <laughs> yes, please. Come on, right. Cavs. I need something. <laughs> please. Kovifi. <laughs> yeah uh go look that up on twitter that's pretty funny <laughs> all right good see you next week